Rogue Squadron Podcast, Episode 81. And there's three Jedi Masters attacking Vader. And she kind of, from her point of view, says it's it's power against, like, dancing swords. And the dancing swords are getting cut in half. <laughs> Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Fucking A, right? What's up? I'm not, I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. I am Mobar. I am Commander Cody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 81. We appreciate it so much. Uh, yeah. Thanks to everyone who is uh, tuning in live with us on Twitch. Last week, we took a week off from the live stream, and now we're back. So, thanks for being here. It's true. Always encourage you to chime in, yell at us, tell us to fuck off, and give us some topics to discuss. It's always fun. Yes. And we want to thank the people that are live on Twitch with us. So I just said that. That's why I'm pointing them out again. <laughs> hey! So, if you're listening after the fact, we do do it live. We aim for 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays. So, you can join us live. Let's move on to the beer, <laughs> Get beer right into it. Yeah, let's We've try. been so eager to like start it so every you, episode. Recently. You talk about it. Oh, I have to talk? Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at talking. Long trail. Um, it is autumn, so we're, with the exception of last week, which was kind of strange, we're going for Oktoberfest, autumn beers, harvest beers, pumpkin shit, that kind of thing. So we randomly spotted this. It's a Harvest Barn Ale. Oh, the bottle opener's in the Iron Man cup again. <laughs> Go get it, Mopar. Putting you to work. Uh, Long Trail Brewing Company, it's a Harvest Barn Ale. I'm assuming they just made barn ale up. I don't think that's an actual thing, but it's whatever. Um, I've never heard of Long Trail, and I've only had one Harvest Ale in my life before, and it was at a beer tasting two weeks ago. I'm a gang. We talked about it. (laughs) Um, And this is from Vermont. And obviously, it's a seasonal because it's a Harvest Ale, and we're in fucking harvest season. So, Harvester of Sorrow. We've been doing the podcast for two plus years, going on three this this winter January Damn. oh shit um, so we've gone through a fuck ton I, yeah one full fuck ton of beer so we try to look for breweries that we haven't had before and it's kind of getting difficult so yeah which is fine because then we'll just start going back through the breweries that we've had and just doing different stuff that they have there's so. no real rhyme or it's reason fine. to it just try to change it up as often as possible let's do the pour test pour <laughs> Pours like liquid. Well, I can still pour, so it passes. I can't. Um, always try to get a decent amount of head on there. Just to release some of the aromas. Although, you know, when, when I've been at tastings and stuff, there's no tilt. There's no method. They're just like, here's your beer. Blip, blip, blip. Well, it they don't. It's not that bad. But <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Whew. This smells a lot darker than I uh, expected. Wow, yeah. yeah. I did not expect that at all. When I saw Harvest, I thought... No, it, oh, it does say Harvest. Harvest and, kind of, and Farmhouse are kind of in that... Uh, they're lighter. They're kind of like more Belgian. 
they just kind of have all like the mash and wheat and barley and stuff all in there because it's a harvest. It's from my understanding. I am not an expert, so. Yeah, they're just saying harvest comes once a year, so raise a glass and celebrate to the growing season. Uh, this is only four. Don't they mean 4%. the harvesting season? Yeah, the harvest. They said harvest comes once a year, and then so raise a glass and drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, there's no real like description. Oh, here it is on the top of the label. Malt forward barn ale with a bit of Vermont maple syrup in the kettle. Hang oh. up the wheat scythe and celebrate the season's sweet bounty. Long trail. Hmm. Okay, interested. <laughs> it's like I said, it's a lot thicker, but it is only four point four percent. I can smell the fucking syrup now. Yep. This herb. Right. Yeah. It smells like a syrupy stout. Alright. Cheers test. I got a much bigger gulp than I expected. It's not as thick that I expected. It's not that thick, no. And it's um, a little more tame on the carbonation, kind of like a uh, like a nitro beer. Yeah, it's not a nitro beer, obviously, but it's it's kind of it's kind of a mix. It tastes a little flat, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of part of the profile there. Wow, it's got a much stronger smell than it does taste, even though there's still a lot it there, a lot there. But yeah, that's oop. Did I press the button? Mm-mm. Did I press the button? No. Fucked it up again. Stop touching shit. Mopar's not allowed to touch any devices in the room, except for the beer. And even then, I'm iffy. I'm holding a mic. (laughs) (laughs) Broke it. Um, I'm not going to say much about it. I'm not exploding out of my loins, so. Neither am I, actually. It's... It doesn't it's like have a like flat line beer. It smells a lot heavier than it tastes, and yeah. there's not a lot that it offers, but it's not bad. I'm trying to just absolutely no bitterness. It's, I'm searching uh, for something. 18 IBUs, so it's not bitter at all. 4.4 um, percent, super super low. So man. super low, super like unflavorable. Volume. But you can if you pour it on your carpet, you're gonna smell it for weeks. So pour it on your fucking pancakes. That maple syrup that's in there. Actually, have you ever had beer cakes? In my fraternity, we would go around. We would keep excess beer. Like, we'd all be hammered. We'd all put, like, I'm not going to finish this. We'd put it aside. Sounds gross. We'd all pass pass out. We would cook with it the next morning. Sounds. It was fucking amazing. That sounds gross. It was Here's amazing. Here's all my backwash. Let me put it into a pancake. Well, that's you would have to make sure. Like, if they're empty, throw them out. But if you're, like, sipping on one and you're about to pass out, just, like, I'm not going to finish that one. So, it's a little less spit. <laughs> Only a quarter backwash. Ooh. A quarter yeah, backwash. Yeah, this is not... It's not bad, but it's not remarkable. That's for sure. One. Kind of upset. You know, I got an Amagang downstairs that I got purposely for, like, tomorrow night. <laughs> I kind of want to just go grab that real quick. <clears throat> and do that one instead. <sighs> Oh, no, we didn't t- talk about this last episode. Me and Tommy Boy went to an Amagang tasting on Friday. You weren't able to make it. Um, I'll chat about that for a second. I didn't realize until we did that that Amagang is a... They're not from Belgium, but it's a Belgian brewery. Like, the majority of the things that they do are Belgian beers with just a few exceptions, including most of the Game of Thrones stuff. Um, and you've heard us rant and rave. Not a big Belgian fan. Jarno was cussing us out a few weeks ago. But 
Almaguing stuff is all delicious. And mm-hmm. after that tasting, I'm much more warmed up to the idea of Belgians. And I'm actually excited to try a few. So I, I got one, one of the stairs. most acquired taste beers. Like IPAs, that bitterness is hard to get over. But once you like the bitterness and understand... You're obsessed. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, I don't think you ever get used to that, though. To the, the Belgians? Belgians. The it's, it's a different taste. I don't know. Really I've different. always enjoyed them, but it is a completely different taste. It's kind of like I, IBUs. <laughs> IPAs. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. So, I bet I'm, I'm warmed up to them, and I kind of want to go grab the one that's in my fridge right now and drink that. <sighs> Not remarkable. One. Try it if you want. If you like bland beers, go try this shit. Actually, I'm... Not sure I would recommend this to anybody. Is this going to be our first zero in a long time? It's not doing anything for me. It's really low alcohol. I feel like a zero is like, this is notably bad and I don't even want to finish it. I'm going to drink the, this the rest of like these. Iced tea. <laughs> it tastes like iced tea with a bit of maple syrup. Harvest tea. <laughs> maple harvest. It's not a zero. I don't know. Drink it more. <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's strong. Car- it's four percent, car- man. You can like chug these, but the carbonation is, I think, saving it. It's it's keeping it a little more drinkable. I don't know, man. Not I would, that good. I'm, would never buy this again. No, I never would either. Zero. But it's not making me vomit, so I One. don't think it's a zero. The chili. Think about the chili beer. Yeah. I hate it. I can't even finish it. <laughs> That's a zero. All right. I'm with you. I was trying to expand our out of ones and twos, and every once in a while, three. Yeah, I know. But I know, I know I, you're I, going with it. I agree with it. With 0.5? Right. <laughs> no. There are no halves. I refuse. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and because I didn't... What I was doing when you guys went to the Om Gang thing, uh, me and a friend went to a PBR tournament, professional bull riding. Do they serve the PBR? Fairgrounds? It was fucking crazy. Do they I, serve PBR? No. It was like a Trump rally. It was weird. Because it was all like crazy and high end horse stuff and the bull riding event. It was like, I forget the name of the whole thing, but there was like equestrian? the show. Yeah. It was like an, uh, the equestrian show of the year. And they just had one night was the bull riding like event. Um, so we just went to that, but it was walking through like hundreds of thousands of trailers and all these like done up uh, horse trailers. It's just the money is remarkable. It makes me feel so insignificant. You're walking through like, well, that horse is about thirty five thousand. That's probably a hundred thousand dollar horse, and they're in that trailer that's about two hundred fifty thousand dollar horse that has just like rims going on to the it fucking that's being pulled by the dually. That's a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's just, just like going to race money on money on money. Yeah. yeah, and it's all over the place. It was fucking crazy. But the bull riding part was f- intense. And my friend said she she was just like, how much would it cost for you to get on one of those bulls? I was like, no. There's absolutely no way. Nope. The what? I'm cool right those now. Those guys are good at it, and he just broke his back. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. There That's was, one of those like things like, how do you start and practice that? Don't die. I want to be a... It's like, that's your dream your whole life when you're growing up as a kid, and it comes time for you to like, all right, 
you're gonna start your practice, your training for be a bull rider, and then you get on and you fucking get killed or something. Well, he didn't make it to team. Like you get paralyzed like <laughs> right away on your first try. Like that would be God. Yeah, there was there was a you know what's funny is there was two or three riders cowboys that were doing really well and they were all from outside the United States. Every single one it was like from Mexico. What Mexico? No, they were all like South American. Like there was a guy from Brazil. Well, that's close. I would feel like to the culture of South American with the bull, uh, the bull fighting. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, Portugal, Portuguese, Brazil. It's all the same language, at least. Um, No. Well, Portuguese and Brazil are, but Mexico is not. Right, right. Um, But that's what I was going for, like, the bullfighting and everything. Yeah, that southwestern bull ride shit. But, yeah, it was interesting. We didn't stay long because we thought we were going to get stabbed because we were clearly poor. I'm so pissed at this beer. (laughs) I can feel your anger. So fucking mad. This beer could turn me to the dark side. It has so much. Well, it doesn't have a lot of potential. No, it has no potential. Because just looking at it, there's like no alcohol in the it. The label had potential. That was it. Made this, me buy it. I mean, if I was a hiker on a trail and I got lost and just got attacked by a beer or a bear, I might have one of these beers. Maybe that's what they were going for. Attacked by a beer, I would fight it. <laughs> I don't know what color beer is it because you're either supposed to play dead with black and run from brown. No, no, no. I think it's the opposite. Wait, no. You're supposed to. I think you're right. You're supposed to play dead with the black. Blacks are more aggressive, so you stay. No. You play dead. No. And grizzlies are usually looking for like trash and shit, and they nope. don't really care. Opposite. I feel like I just heard Rogan black- talk about this earlier today. Brown bears are the more aggressive. Kodiak bears are fucking insane. The little black bears that are around like New York, they don't do anything. You could well, probably run at a black bear and it'd run away as long as the cubs aren't there. Well, yeah, they don't get that's that a big, big factor. Brown bears are fucking in. Ins- mm. It's a big factor having their little babies. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed. I'm still drinking it, but I'm not happy about it. Well, it's slowly slipping to a point three from point five. Point oh three. The odds of Commander liking his beer is one. No, three thousand seven hundred twenty-one. Well, if you do remember the chili beer. We did say one. Like, oh, this is pretty interesting. And as we drank it. And as we drank it, it was a zero. So. If this wasn't cold, undrinkable. After I pound all these, we'll see how bad it tastes. I forgot my feelings. They forgot to put fucking feeling in the beer. That's what it tastes like. 4.4 is noticeably light, though. Oh, yeah. Super light. Like a, a light, an average light beer is probably four and a half to five. Yeah. Like a PBR, I believe, is five. That's insane. I'm pissed that you're pissed, and we're all pissed, and join the dark side. God damn it. All right. All right. Let's talk about some uh, news real quick. We've been wanting to do news for like a few episodes, but we just always forget. Do Usually because the beer is really good, and we can't pull ourselves away from it to talk about this. Well, you're having trouble pulling away from it right now. I fucking hate this. I can't believe it. Guys, I want to discuss this beer in more detail. No, I'm just kidding. Let's um, do There it. was some decent news that came out today, uh, or this week. Um, Force Awakens is coming out with a collector's edition Blu-ray. So a few episodes ago, we were talking about, like, why aren't there more deleted scenes? Why isn't there more commentary or behind-the-scenes shit? Um, so they're releasing a totally new Blu-ray. It's going to have a whole new set of 
deleted scenes and um, commentary from J.J. Abrams and all that fun stuff. So just like Star Wars is known to do, you buy it when it comes out, and then a year later, you get to buy it again for more stuff. So um, big things, though, is the J.J. commentary because that was not on the first one. So people are freaking out about um, there's a few clips that have been like released as teasers about him commenting about uh, Kylo killing Han on mm-hmm. the bridge, stuff like that. So people are just geeked to to, to find that. Uh, um, and then the other big thing is why the, wouldn't they? F- oh, that pisses me off. Star Wars money, cash. I know, cash, but that's like you said, it was dumb that they wouldn't put it on the original Blu-ray. That's just how they do it, man. That's no, that fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Like, if I buy the Blu-ray, I should get all of your commentary, because that's the whole fucking point of the Blu-ray. I know it looks great, but we already know that. Give me the extra shit. Especially for a Star Wars movie. The making, I watched the entire extra scenes. I was just like, that's it? They kind of just, like, bickered back and forth a little bit. They didn't actually go into how they made it and they what. Were, yeah, they were interesting, but I was not, like, amazed. Just like, we thought, we, you know what we did? We put a circle, and then we put a circle on top. That's BB-8. Done. <laughs> and that was, like, a whole scene. I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck that you drew an eight on a board and put eyeballs on it. Like, get well, the fuck out of here. They're saving. You know, think about this. They came out with the Blu-ray special editions, like, four or five years ago, whatever. All the special features on that were new special features and these are movies that have already been out for 30 years so like it's not like they don't have the content they're just gonna kind of keep repurposing it and off that i watched a video this week and it compared the 77 to the 99 version to the 2011 version uh of a new hope and they did them for the for the original three and it was like holy shit some of it was like why and then the other stuff was like just quality. Obvi- obviously, the 2011 one is just stunning compared to that shit. Right. Like the Jabba scene yeah. in the 99. God, no. Not 99. It was like 95, I think. I think it was 99. That's the year Phantom Menace came out. Yep. No. Special. But it looked like a dude in like with a brown towel over his head and they just cut eyeballs off and you just, ho, 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 ho. Me dying no solo. That was my best job. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not opposed two, to it. two out of three. Not opposed to it. Um, all right. Let's hang on. I want to see this. I'm going to look. And if you're on Twitch, you can see what we're uh, what we're looking at right now. Darth in the chat room said they will also be a 3D version. And we've mentioned that. And a lot of people don't realize they were going to release 3D versions of all the episodes in theaters. And they did episode one. Yep. And it was a nightmare. No one went. Exactly. And they stopped it right then and there. I was actually excited about that. It's like, I, I don't... It's not going to be a joy to sit through Clone Wars in... Or Attack of the Clones in yeah. the theater. But to see them in 3D, I think, would be at least fun. And as Star Wars fans, we were going to, like, fucking... Well, the issue was... Whatever. Is that they didn't film it in 3D? I think they filmed Force Awakens in 3D, so they like prepared for it. That makes a lot more sense, yeah. Uh, can see. 97. 97. Yep. So we split the difference. You said 95. Yeah. Because I'm trying to remember the, when they re-released. Oh, did you it, remember yet? I can't remember when they re-released it. That's the first one that I saw in theaters, actually. But I was young enough that I don't remember it 100%. So I was thinking it was early, like 95 or something like that. And I was just like, had no idea. But 
Eh, it is what it is. Um, and I see what you mean there about the the changes that they made. And I was saying a while back that when we were talking about we want an unaltered. And by unaltered, I just mean get rid of the extra fucking Rontos. Get rid of all those stupid changes and like Obi-Wan's crate dragon screen. But still updated thing, so it Look, looks good. Let me say something. No. Because they did the Obi-Wan scream in that video that I watched. Yeah. All three of them were a fucking nightmare. Well, they're all three bad. I yeah. can't believe they made him sound. And it changes every time. And each one. Well, the first one's like him drunk coughing. like, <laughs> And then the second one, he does it a whoop. And then the third one, it does like that backwards. Ah! It, yeah. Yeah. But it's like they're all a nightmare. Obi-Wan would never do any of that, except for the drunk cough. Yeah, I guess you got him right on that. <laughs> but it, it just sounded terrible all throughout. Hey, motherfuckers, get out of here. Hey, you kids. <laughs> get out of my lawn. Yeah, it was Ugh. just... So, when I watched that, I thought, this is going to get worse, worse, and worse as I watched these. And it was just all bad throughout. So, the one that really fucking bothered... The Dubacks... Unless it like walks like in front of the scene, that pisses me off. If it's in the background, not doing a lot, it's fine with me. Like the look, sir, droids. They added like a whole in the half, back, sure, half scene of that, and they they kind of s- scroll in or whatever you want to pan in, and it looks great. And there's like mountains in the background that they added, and looks fucking awesome. The issue is though, in like six. Where they do a whole shot that is 100% CGI, and it's yeah. just so glaringly obvious. Yeah, and it, yeah, they didn't smooth it out at all. The one that in the 2011 version that I fucking hate is when R2-D2, when, when Obi-Wan does the scream, yeah. R2-D2 sitting there and they added those rocks. Why? It's how, one, why? Two, why? And three, how did... How did he get back there? Like, originally, it was just, like, a hole that he got in. Right. And this looks like this now. It's and the rock comes so far ahead, there's, like, a six-inch gap that he, he could not fit in. Yeah, exa- exactly. He had to fucking... How does he get in and out of there? himself down to, like, just, snail into there. Oh, it just... There's no reason for that. <laughs> it the, does kind of look stupid without him because it's... it's he's he not just, hidden. He, right. There's no nothing in front of him. He's right. just, like... The, he does the Leia. It's whatever. Yeah. Hey, don't shoot me. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Grip in the chat room says, I'm pretty sure that the more you look at that beer, the odds of it tasting better don't change. For this one, unfortunately, you are correct. I don't know. Let me think about it. I hate it even less. My ability to rate this beer is diminished. <laughs> um, last thing about the uh, Blu-ray, and one of the main reasons that I want to see it is because... The main deleted scene that everyone's excited about, and this is in the novel, is when Unkar Plutt traces the Falcon to Maz Kanata's palace, confronts Rey, and Chewbacca stands up for her. They showed a teaser of this scene, but they didn't show the whole thing. But mm-hmm. what Sparks was saying on episode 78 or whatever, he rips fucking Unkar Plutt's arm off. That's kind of dumb. I'm glad they deleted that. They might not even have put that in the scene. Does he beat him at Pazak or whatever the fuck space chess first? <laughs> space chess. Because <laughs> uh, that's um, the only thing they're re- referring to. He'll tear a droid's arm off. Encore block. Yeah. <sighs> arm yeah. off. Um, other new stuff. Ahsoka novel obviously came out. We talked about that a little bit. Um, it actually, I just saw today, made number one on the New York Times bestseller list. So, you know, every, almost every book now is like, yeah, New York Times bestseller list. But it actually was 
number one on the list. Star Wars fans fucking went crazy and bought the shit. Everyone loves Ahsoka. Um, she's a cool character. Like you said, she's a cool character. Should have existed. Never should have existed. No offense. I love you. Um, and then part of that book, it's kind of a spoiler, but not really, because everyone's been f- talking about it and freaking out. And Butterclone brought this up to us over the week. They changed the canon story of how red lightsabers yeah. come into existence. I yeah. didn't even know there was a story. The only thing I knew was fucking KOTOR. You just make them red. You're a Jedi. Pick your path. Here's yellow, green, and blue. Or you can go into the cave and kill the Kinrath and just grab one out of a fucking egg and stick it in your lightsaber. Now you're a fucking evil Sith. Well, it was almost just like a designation no of what type of Jedi I think it was a game mechanic more than anything, but I didn't think it needed an origin. Like when Luke's make Luke makes his before six, is there a reason it's green, or is he just like it's green this time? Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't well, need a story. Well, you said is something about the the Jedi have a connection with the Kyber crystals that they use. Right. The Sith don't have that same connection, so the it's something's connection's broken and the blade bleeds. Yeah. Like yeah, basically, they in order to get the crystal, they have to they have to steal it from a Jedi that they've killed. Oh, that's there is no connection between a Sith and a crystal. Correct. But Jedi have a, like a connection with them, so they can find them and use them. The crystal like calls like, to yeah. them. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, and Sith even, don't have it, so they just steal it, which is awesome. But why does Anakin have a blue one when he turns Darth Vader? I actually, three. I actually saw somebody talking about that, and they were they brought up like takes a while for it to bleed out. Well, no, not even that. Anakin, he had already built that lightsaber. So? So the crystal had already... Called to him? It's already part of him, pretty much. So if you fall to the dark side... Life. I don't know. I, I, I don't it think just, it needs He's the chosen one, so he, he, there's no rules. I don't think it needs a story. It's just right. But I think it does partly apply to why Ahsoka has white lightsabers in Rebels. Because she's neutral now. Ooh, Okay. Do you think those are her original lightsabers from when she left? I mean, she used to have two, so I don't know. Don't I know. haven't really I haven't compared read the, the book, hilts. So that's just a highlight <clears throat> that everybody's talking about. Um, and last thing, something that I know nothing about, there's new cards and new art being released for the Tops Star Wars trading card game, which... Trading I, card series. I don't think series. it's a game. It's not a, yeah, it's not a game. It's just a collectible card. There's a app on your phone, too, for it. I honestly, have, I know nothing about it. but A lot of podcasts get paid. Yeah, I've heard ads. Games. Yeah, I've heard ads on other Star Wars shows. So, Tops, if you're paying attention, oh. better focus up. Or we should probably just fill out a form and we get $3. <laughs> Trunk people will buy extra cards. Month. Yeah. Guaranteed. Um, Speaking of Vader, so what I did was I did a lot of research, and I got to give a shout out to Stupendous Wave on YouTube, who will be a guest starring on the episode somewhat soon, maybe a couple of weeks, a few weeks. Two weeks, I believe. Two weeks. Two um, weeks. If you haven't checked him out on YouTube, go do it. Uh, he goes into the coolest questions and in-depth like wonders of the Star Wars universe. Um. And one other that I watched that really inspired me to do more research about Vader was the title was something to the to the effect of why did Sidious limit Vader? Um, and he did it so many different ways, and the most uh, relevant one was his suit. What do you mean by limit? So Anakin limit. was the chosen one. Yeah. 
Palpy found out about Anakin and just assumed that that dude was created by the Force. He's going to outdo everything. I better get him as an apprentice, train him, and then he's going to be the one to kill me and take over and take my reign to the next level. So he does that. Everything goes fucking perfectly until Obi-Wan chops his shit off and he is left on, on Musafar dying. And at that point, Palpy thought about leaving him there and just letting him die and just he, regardless moving on he assumed that he wasn't going to be his apprentice where'd that info come from though stupendous he he cites it all okay. it's in it's in his stuff and most of it's in rise of Darth Vader, and i actually audiobooked that this week um which is not canon i know but most of what he's talking about is not yeah. canon because right. all the no, cool no. stuff is not canon. Yeah, they got rid of all the fun stuff and um, just talked about fucking Ezra for a year. But they talked about the Vader suit particularly and how it, quote, was as much of a torture device as it was armor. So it, it'll do a lot of, like, you can do a lot of damage to him, but he put in built-in weaknesses like it's specifically weak against lightning. Clearly because if... Just it, in case. Yeah. So it just poof, done static electricity. Don't wear your socks on the carpet in the in the dookie room. Get those fucking balloons out of here. <laughs> Get those balloons out. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's particularly weak against lightning. It like it. You know what's funny is uh, it like chafes him. Like constantly rubs all over and it just opens sores and bleeds on the inside. Jesus. And it's like just living hurts. Um, like I said, it's a torture device just as yeah. much. And Palpy really thought that would just limit him, and he he would use him until he would find a new apprentice. That was Palpy's thought. It's so, interesting, though. But with everything, all that hatred and all that made uh, him stronger. It it fueled him. Yeah. Um, backfired on Palpy. It didn't really backfire. He just kept backpedaling, just like, well, I'll, I'm going to choose that guy because he's strong. Oh, Vader killed him too. Well, I'll choose these nine guys. Oh, Vader annihilated all. And he just, Vader kept passing <laughs> tests and just like, you know, in Palpy, from Sidious's point of view, when Obi-Wan beat him on Musafar, he lost his potential. And he put him in this suit, just kind of keep him alive for now, made him look evil and it's armor and he looks cool and he, and he actually can kill Jedi with it. So go do that while I focus on finding another apprentice. That makes sense, actually. Um, Cause, but from your perception, like he is kind of he's ruined. Weak. He's not what he planned to be. Right. He, he fucked up. Oh, and when Sidious found out that Obi-Wan beat him, his suit was supposed to be a punishment because you fucked up. You were supposed to beat Obi-Wan. So here's this bullshit. And it was one... Vader talks about this in, in uh, Rise of the Vader. That's it was already brutal. obsolete technology. <clears throat> it was like 30-year-old technology, the same stuff that was that uh, Grievous was built out of. It was wow. like the same droids built Grievous. So that's why Vader, no, being so technologically technologically like advanced, yeah. m- uh, he's a mechanic. He's a fucking, I know what this shit is and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Putting on rusty used parts, you know, this sucks. <laughs> What's the warranty? Scrapyard suit. But, but... It gets to the point where he gets so beat up. I'm wondering why Vader doesn't just fix himself. That was my question. So, oh, they cut off my arm. Well, I'll just... There it is. There's a brand new one, and it will never fall off. Yeah, it's kind of like... It kind of sounds like Sidious is in control of Vader's like actions and thoughts. Never. 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 So, you can't... 
He, toy, he plays with him. He yeah. uses him as a puppet, but he's never in his head. But there's just plot holes where, like, if Vader hated the suit that much, I mean, you're the second, third, maybe third strongest motherfucker in the galaxy. Just go fucking hot, buy a suit for 10,000 Dataris. It doesn't matter. And just build yourself whatever you want. But at that point, Sidious would know that you're going to be challenging him, and he would just zap you. Two, no, I just don't know. fly away to well, a... Off to Tatooine or whatever the fuck in the outer rim. And- I think Sidious kept him alive with the dark side while the suit was be putting on. Because, okay, let me go through. Yeah, but once that's over with, you could just change your clothes. No, you can't. He takes the suit off. That's his life support system. He hears, sees, shits. I'm not kidding. Shits, breathes. He, all all of in it. that same suit. Every, uh, oh, yeah. He's got hearing. His, his ears burned off. His inner ears were gone. So, he, they, like... They're like tied in Bluetooth to his brain. His eyes are all fucked up and they like drop water droplets on him so he because he can't blink because his eyelids are gone. It's all fucked up. Wow. His he doesn't breathe. That's what that thing is. It's breathing for him. So like when it That's gets intense. to the point that Vader passes all the tests. That makes it a lot cooler. Yeah. Well, that's what you just seeing him move, you're just like cringing like at all this agony. Cause he's so the, the quote in the book is he has a meeting with Palpy. He gets out of it. He starts walking wherever. And he's walking. He says, this isn't walking, you know, because these are just fake legs and this isn't me, blah, blah, blah. And then he hears his, his chest beeping. He's like, this isn't hearing. This I'm, I'm like a robot hearing shit. And everything's muffled and it sounds like I'm underwater. That's what he – everything sounds muffled. He says, this isn't seeing. He sees some guys hanging out. And he's like, everything's red. I can't. I can't see anything. It's limiting my eyesight. Right. And he gets to the point where he says, this isn't living, dot, dot, dot. And it's like, damn, dude. That's it, man. Um, I do want to get into one small conversation because Sidious was poking the bear a little too much. He always pokes the bear. It kind of makes when his helmet comes off at the end of six a little less awesome once you hear that. And the reveal at the end of Jedi is just like this old fucking frosted donut. Yeah. That's like it. You fell in baby powder? What the fuck are you doing over here? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> is that flame retardant? Because this shit's going to blow the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, yeah, I agree. But it, it gives, also gives me more appreciation for what he does when he's in a oh, suit. Oh, God, yes. And in The Rise of Darth Vader, when he's still kind of humbling, bumbling around and figuring his shit out, it's amazing what he does against, like, there's six Jedi that attack him at the same time. And only one of them was a, uh, a Padawan. It was six Jedi Masters and a Padawan. And he, like, chokes three of them as he fucks up the other two. <laughs> and basically everyone dies except the apprentice. And he's like, bitch, you better start running. Or you know what the fuck join up. And she starts, she attacks him and he like, he literally said, I used my wrist just to kind of like play with her. And then she, she figured out, oh, you're, you're not even trying. And he's like, well, I saw you were pretty pissed there. You want to get, you want to get more pissed and figure your shit out and come with me. It's a real path. So there's still two more things I want to get into about that. Let me get into, so pre-suit Vader, Anakin. He's on Mustafar. Yeah. Padme's there. Yeah. He chokes her and he's talking to her. Right before Obi Wan (laughs) presents her and he's talking to her. Hey, listen. Why don't you fucking say anything? Come on. (laughs) Talk to me when I'm choking to you. Choking to you. Um, But his plan there, 
was not to just annihilate the Jedi. He he already did that for certain reasons. There's a lot of a lot of people think it was only to make Sidious happy. Mm-hmm. He was doing it for his own reasons because he wanted to save Padme. He really did want to right. save Padme. Well, yeah, so, that's the main goal. And he needed that power from Sidious. So the Jedi attacking Sidious, if they were successful, Anakin's plan's done. So he had to go kill all the Jedi, and then he was going to go learn this thing, save Padme, and then kill Sidious. That was his plan. And he truly wanted to rule the galaxy with Padme at his side, make things how they how we want them to be. It's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's kind of cool because they do mention that a little bit in episode two. It's not like crazy in depth, but she's kind of talking to him when they're on that lawn in front of the waterfalls about mm-hmm. like what his idea is of like the political system and all that. Yeah. And he kind of freaks out. And he's like, well, I would just be a dictator and make everybody do whatever the fuck I wanted. But that does, it is kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. It's like, Padme is a politician. She does love the people. She knows what she's doing. So that would make sense that he wants to kind of, you know, oh, husband yeah. and wife this shit and make he was everyone li- happy. He was a little more make Dooku. the galaxy great. Again. He was a little more Dooku than we all expected. We just thought he was a yeah. rabid dog under Sidious, and yeah. he actually had his own plan. I wish we got to he actually didn't, see that though. He didn't get to it because he got mad, choked her, and then Obi Wan came out and just attacked him immediately. But it would have been cool. He said, if- "My new, you know, your new empire," but he. He really did mean it. Anakin was like, this is going to be mine. No. If yeah, you don't try to kill me or Sidious, you, dude, join the party. Right. You just can't I, bang her. <laughs> I wish... I think Obi-Wan's probably gay anyways. Oh, yeah. I uh, I wish we got to... We obviously couldn't see that because it didn't end up happening. But I wish we would have gotten to understand more about what Anakin was thinking in his head. Well, that's hard to do in a movie. I know. But that's, that's why, why I like that point about... He just all of a sudden, okay, all right, I'll kill all the Jedi. He talks to himself while he's talking to Sidious in that mm-hmm. book, and the audiobook does a great job because he, you know, he does the Lord Sidious, blah, 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 I'm going to do this. And then you hear it in a normal voice because it's Anakin talking now because he's talking in his own voice. Mm. Uh, nice. And he says some shit, and Sidious picks up on it. He's like, you you don't have to think to yourself like, like that. Audiobook. I can hear you. Um. Basically, what I can happens. hear you thinking. Yeah, so that's, I guess he's in his head a little that's bit. That's awesome. That's crazy. I mean, he, I think anyone can do that. If Yoda's sitting there and you're talking to him, I'm pretty sure you can hear your thoughts. Oh, I thought you meant like when Vader's on his own, just thinking. Sidious is like listening oh, on no, his no, thoughts. No, no. no uh, Anakin was talking, or Vader was talking to himself in a conversation. Like Palpatine, oh, I did this, and I'm like, I shouldn't have told him that. And then Sidious is just like, dude. Why didn't why didn't you tell me that? It's like shit. Sidious. Um, yeah, Sidious is a fuck. I gotta but, read Plagueis, man. So I can't wait. So Vader talks back. Yeah. He's he's knelt down. Sidious yeah. is well, like pacing back and forth, saying, "You let these Jedi go, uh, leave and escape. Why the fuck did you, you're supposed to be the fucking badass bitch over here?" <laughs> right, right. And Vader's like, "Well, if you didn't, blah blah blah, would have fucking caught him." And he basically blame everything on the suit. He's like, I can't fucking move. And you want me to kill things? <laughs> Old man. And, and and Sidious gets like right, like, Vader's still on his knees. And Sidious gets like right up on him and says, you know, if you ever fucking talk back to me like that again, you know I, you, you're weak. And your electrical whatever stuff components would just fry under lightning. And he holds his hands out like he's going to do it. And Vader stands up right 
like his knelt stands up right at him when he's up and he looks down because he's towering over Sidious and he just says, I don't fear death. And Sidious at that point says, you know, it goes into Sidious's mind. He's like this. I haven't felt something like this in a long time. And what I felt was fear. I was like, dude, you are fucking afraid of Vader. Stop poking at bear. Dude. Yeah, he stands up right there, looks down at him and says, I'm not afraid of death. Fucking do something. That's legit. <laughs> That's two, amazing. The two budding heads. To think that Vader is running. He's basically like the enforcer of the Empire. He's the, the general. Of, yeah, of, of the everything. Empire. And he's the second strongest person in the galaxy, pretty much, that we know of. But and we he's don't cut in half because he's weak. Because of his suit. We don't know. He's at half strength and he's running shit. Well, that why, that's why that's Sidious, like when he got chopped in half, yeah. Sidious was like, oh, I need to find a new one of those because that one's broken. So he goes off and tries to find other apprentices and Vader just keeps living. Little did he know, 50% Vader is still like 90% everything else. There was, and I, this was Legends even before like Legends came about, but there was talk about Darth Vader, pre-suit Vader was like 200% the power, even untrained, of Sidious. And when he got chopped, it took like 80% of his power away or something ridiculous. And he was still 80% of what Sidious was. And that was like before he was trained. So he had so much more potential. But that's what I'm saying. Like So ridiculous. Even as he grows as suited Vader, yeah, he can still, he kept proving Sidious wrong. You're going to. You're gonna fail on this, and he comes raging out of some shit, dude. That's I'm not afraid of death. Do something. All right, so <laughs> that's amazing. Let's um, let's speculate wildly about things. What do you do? You think Vader would have been stronger if he had been taken from an earlier age and trained? No. You think his he needs to be fueled by that? Yeah, fuels him more than Absolutely. anything else. It makes him appreciate shit too. Because you got to think as a Jedi, you know, he, he grew up as a slave and had nothing. And then when he gets all these clones that are like behind him, he's like, I need to save every, every, every one, yeah. every one of these. And it drives him to And it drives win. him to be better. Yeah. And he puts himself into terrible situations, but he always comes out on top because he's so strong. Yeah. I got to, I'm going to sacrifice myself, a general in the Clone Wars for this one clone. And that's why Obi-Wan gets pissed. Like, stop. He's there to sacrifice himself. He's there for the war. That's what they're made for. He's yeah. like, I don't fuck her. Dude. That is one new little nuance that they actually do show in the movie. In the beginning of three, when they're the little space battle at the intro, yeah. all the Arc 170s start mm-hmm. getting blown up. And he's like, I'm going back for them. Yeah. Obi-Wan says, what does he say? They're doing their they job. They are doing their job so we can do ours. And he's right. Have you noticed the shields are still up? <laughs> Sorry, that's the <laughs> done. Uh, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think... Uh, all right, so what I, hmm. I just said that it's amazing how strong Vader is and he's at half potential. On the flip side, don't you think the suit and his pissed off rage is even is upping his potential even more? Absolutely. It's fueling him. So he's kind of I feel more like more powerful pre-suit agile mobile awesome Anakin is just as strong as suited pissed off crippled Anakin. Because on one hand, he has the skills and the mobility. On the other hand, he has just the drive and the will and the will and the fire. So it kind of just, I'm cut in half, but I'm so pissed that I'm just right back where I was. He just, he 
he switched potentials. It's yeah. not that he's more or he's stronger one way or the other. Yeah. I can't use force lightning, but I can choke you from across the galaxy because my fucking nipple's been chafing for the last <laughs> two weeks and I'm getting pissed. But that's honestly it. No, yeah. yeah now yeah. he it's it's kind of like this is what I put it as. It's kind of like if someone goes blind. What happens? Their other senses get stronger. Daredevil. Exactly. But th- but think about it. Like Anakin was overall of his five senses. He was strong. Six. And he, with and the he gets force. it gets his yeah six yeah I'll I'll accept that answer. You get your mobility cut off. You I mean that's you can't do anything. Everything's burned. All of your senses are limited, and then his force force sense skyrockets. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so fueled. True. Yeah, it's so true. It, it, it's not even a give and take. It's just different levels of stuff. So, did you know? Oh. when City or when Vader actually proves to Sidious that okay, he might be the one. Mm-hmm. To take my place. Mm-hmm. He finally got to that point after like fucking with him for like 20 years straight, burning his tips and shit. <laughs> Burnt tips. He basically just said, okay, you're going to be the one. I tell you what, we're going to get you a new suit. I I can, we obviously have the money. We're going to get you a suit so you can live to your potential. And it's going to like heal you. It's not going to keep you in constant pain. You're going to be super agile. Everything's going to be super lightweight strong you're gonna be a fucking demon on wheels basically and vader says no and that enrages Sidious. he's like what the fuck i doubted you for all this time and when i finally come to the point that said okay you know i'm getting old i not as strong and you are you've been proving yourself for 20 30 years here's a new suit and you said no and he fucking freaks and then he likes to rage two weeks later he finds out that luke skywalker is a thing He's like, you know what? Never mind. You go do your own fucking thing. That's my new apprentice. So he goes after Luke. Yeah. And he kind of forgets about Vader's potential. And that's how, like, oh, I'm going to throw you down this chute. You bitch. Dude, he is a dick. Sidious. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. I. So I picked up um, some of the Vader comics, the new ones from the local comic shop, Laughing Ogre, which is actually a really cool shop. We should go. That Space Ghost little pop. I need to get that. You have to get that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know they had Space Ghost. I want a Brack one. Um, anyways, yeah. Laughing Ogre in Columbus. But no, I they I didn't know comic books, like the individual issues were a dollar. Yeah, because they're so short. I never knew about comic books at it's all. It's like a scene. You're buying, a, that's all you're doing. It's like a, a scene. First step in a larger world or whatever. Um, but no, I bought a few of the Vader ones. The first one I read is issue one of the new Vader series. And it's right after... Episode four. So as soon as the Death Star gets blown up, and it opens, spoiler alert if you haven't read it, it opens with him. He walks into Jabba's temple. He kills all the guards. Bib Fortuna freaks out and goes and wakes Jabba up. Vader walks in, and he's like, I'm here a day early for our deal. Let's get shit going on. And Jabba talks back, which props to Jabba for standing up to fucking Vader. But then Vader says something along the lines of, like, your mind tricks don't work on me, Jedi. And then Vader kills everyone in the room. And he's like, don't call me a fucking Jedi. I read that. I don't remember him killing people. Dude. Yeah. Everyone that was in the room, Jabba's like, look around. I have like guards and bounty hunters. And Vader just murders everyone. Don't call me a fucking Jedi. (sighs) It was amazing. Um, But then it, it goes back to him on Coruscant. And he's talking to Sidious. 
And Sidious is such an ass. That's what I'm saying. He's like, the Death Star has been operational for like a week and you got it blown up by some idiot fucking farmer from a desert planet through the exhaust port? You jackass. And then yeah. Vader's just... <sighs> yeah. I feel that would bad be for so, Vader. I feel bad for Vader, but I mean, at the end of the day, like... It is it, Sidious. That's why he's there. He's, he's done his time. He's done his planning. He's strong as fuck. Yeah. He did. He paid his dues. And he and that's why you got to think that's why he put him in his limiting suit. Because if Vader just lived strong as fuck when he went, got into these conversations, dude, why'd you blow up the shot? You just died. Well, I also <laughs> wonder to a certain extent if Sidious is being a dick on purpose. Because he knows it's going to make Vader pissed and in turn fuel him more and make him even stronger. Well, he does do that. There's a scene in Rise of the Fucking Dark Vader. <laughs> he sends Vader to, um, I think it's, oh, it's, uh, oh, the Jedi Archives. He tells him to go retrieve something from the Jedi Archives. Yeah. And Vader gets there and Tarkin's talking to him. He's like, wait, didn't you use him to... Kill all the Jedi at the Jedi Archive? Do you think it's a good idea? It's going to spark up some, like emotion and Sidious is like, you know what? It's a great idea because he's going to be more pissed <laughs> when he gets back back, and he's going to hate the Jedi even more and he's going to be so sad and sorry. It's going to be great. And it's like, dude, you just putting your, your dude through fucking hell. On purpose. To make him strong, which makes sense from his st- <sighs> standpoint, but like poor Vader. Vader's trying to do his own thing and plan and plot, but... He's just not as conniving as Sidious is. Right. And clearly not as strong because he's somewhat limited. He Well, he's trying to do the right thing and he just continually gets manipulated. I mean, if you think about it, he does kind of get manipulated by the Jedi. So, in, in terms of like how their training works. Dude. And like he gets indoctrinated as a Jedi, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, with the, to their religion. Oh, yeah. Everything. He's like used by them. You're yeah. the chosen one. Go do something. But we also don't trust you, so right. not on the phone. So if you do something wrong, we told you not to do that. Exactly. So. But but if you do something right, good job. Keep doing more. So I'm going to morph this into a philosophical comparison. It's morphing time. Think about what Sidious does to little boy Anakin and compare it to what the Joker did in the Dark Knight with Harvey Dent. Or, uh, yeah, in the Dark Knight. Takes your white knight the perfect, the chosen one, the one who's bringing hope to the galaxy and fucking turns them, turns them bad and attacks the city with that dude. It's exactly the same thing. Joker and Sidious, no wonder we fucking like them both. <laughs> yeah. They, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. Oh, he's the chosen one. He's going to be the strongest thing ever. He, oh, he's, he's your white knight. He's going he's gonna to be the hope of the city. Bup, bup, done. What are you, you going to do now? Well, shit. <sighs> Everything comes crumbling down. That's so perfect. It's the same story. It's the same guys. Same letters, same guy. <laughs> See, that is that's that's perfect, man. I wonder. Yeah. Speaking of, time out. I got a Joker poster right there. You guys can't see it. I'm sorry. We changed angles in the in the studio. I'm put it up. Over and if there. you're not watching live, you can't see shit. So. Hmm. There was wow. one that's other. That's an thing. awesome comparison, man. One other thing that I, I wanted to mention. Oh, oh. So how Vader kills. The remaining Jedi in the Dark Knight Rises, in the Dark Lord Rises, <laughs> and um, then in Rebels apparently as well. 
he so obviously uh, we uh, we talked about the limitations and he's bumbling and stuff. And talk about that. But uh, it's from the point of view of the Padawan or the apprentice. She's a younger hoe. Um, and there's three Jedi masters attacking Vader, and she kind of from her point of view says it's it's power against like dancing swords, and the dancing swords are getting cut in half. <laughs> That's basically like to the point. Like, they're all trying to do their forms, yeah. and he's just cut in half, cut in half, fuck you, and it's just done. That's ridiculous, man. And the, the most brutal thing, I don't think he kills anyone other than decapitating. Every single person in that book, he decapitates, and it's usually in front of people, and he's brutal about it. There was So there was one that he caught a, uh, a Jedi Master across the arm. Obviously, she's down. He, like, blocks and then cuts up at her. So, like, her body's cut. And he's still, as he's fighting, turns around and decapitates her in front of the other two. And then just stares at him. And they're like, she was already dead. What kind of monster are you? And he's like, fucking bring it. Do something. If we don't see (laughs) some epic fucking madness... In Rogue One, I'm going to lose it. I'm wondering if they're leaving him out of the trailers so much, just for, obviously for hype. But also, is he not going to have a big role? Well, A lot of people are like, don't get too excited about Vader. He's just going to pop in and be like, Krennic, you should be done this, motherfucker. Get the plans. I'm going to go chase the Tannin 4. Well, I don't and want it, it to be the Joker in Suicide Squad. You just yeah. every every trailer was him laughing and laughing and laughing. Then you saw him for two minutes, gone. And you're like, wait. The movie pissed me off. He so laughed much. for two and a half minutes in the trailer, and he's only in it fucking two minutes. <laughs> I uh, really, really hope we have a lot of Vader in Rogue One. I think just make the fanboys happy. Well, what what he does in that book, like even from like a general standpoint. Like, you guys go do this. I'll do this. It's going to work out like this. Sidious kind of... He doesn't really limit Vader as far as plans. He just says, Vader, go kill the remaining Jedi. I don't give a flying hell how you do it. Just do it. So Vader just kind of comes up with all this stuff. You're going to come from over here. I know how you do it. You cloners come with blah, blah, blah. blah, And we'll just corner him here. I'll blow the bridge up and stab him with the bridge. (laughs) That happens at the end. Stab him with the bridge. There's the one. I believe you. It just sounds the absurd. One Jedi Master that is like they're following throughout the story. I'm and just teams picturing up. Magneto raising the Golden Gate Bridge. No, that's in exactly what it was. They were on Kashyyyk, <laughs> and this Jedi Master kept clipping him on the, like the wrists and stuff because he was still slow, and they kind of figured out, figured him out. And he steps like onto a landing between the like the bridge is between two landings on Kashyyyk. So he steps one step back and. He starts just he puts his lights every tearing down the bridge and apart straight yeah best spins him he starts just pulling planks out and the guy jumps at him to kill him and a plank hits him in the chest and knocks him down and another one comes comes across and like hits him in the face knocks him out and That's he's just brutal. and he just he literally takes the bridge out from under him holds him in the air with the force and just pelts him. He doesn't even have his lightsaber. He, he the, It's from the view of the Jedi. He looks up all bloody. And he says, dude, Vader, his lightsaber's on his hilt. He's standing there with his arms across, just 
killing me with his thoughts. That's the coolest thing to picture in my mind is him. Because you know how strong you have to be to use those kind of force powers anyways. Yeah. You see Kylo in seven and he spins around and puts his hand out to block Poe Dameron's shot. So to just think One of Vader shot. with like his fucking hands in his pockets and like there's people just getting choked and yeah. like flying the fuck around. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly crazy. It. Well, yeah, that's crazy. Just like you said, look at Kylo. And I, I understand a lot of people think he's a bitch, but it does. You could see the effort that he puts in turning around, catching it, and holding it there. And that was one shot. Vader in this book. He walks in, three people shoot, he just holds his hand out as he whips out his lightsaber and attacks people. So he's doing everything with his offhand and just fuck people up with his... Oh, my God. That reminds me of something really quick. Um, do you remember the original Clone Wars cartoon? Yeah. By the guy that did Dexter's mm-hmm. Lab? I saw a gif of it today. Actually, Stupendous Wave is one that shared it. It's the one where Mace Windu is fighting that entire battle droid army. <laughs> There's one shot where he's... He's doing, before he whips his lightsaber out, he's doing hand-to-hand combat against the battle yeah, droids. He's fucking him up. And he turns to his right and, like, hits one. And then with the force, his lightsaber comes off of his belt and kills a battle droid behind him. And then he spins around and grabs it. Yeah. One of the coolest freaking things I've ever seen, man. That's actually And that's so- that force stuff that, like, we, I, we need to see that. In, in that exact episode, behind them is a world devastator. Yeah. The stamper. But yeah. the world devastators that I was talking about in the future use lasers, and it just decimates. It doesn't just crush; concept, it just though, fucking right? decimates. Yeah. Well, I think it it the laser hits the ground and it goes out, and it's like more like a shit. nuclear blast or something. Yeah, because as opposed to like the tremor stamp. Yeah. Another thing about Vader, uh, I got one more thing too. So mm-hmm. when he gets sent to Alderaan, and Bale. Organa is there, meets Vader. They all get pissed. The uh, um, refugee Jedi are trying to get the fuck out of there. He's sent there for what? To kill find more that. Jedi? Uh, he's actually, okay, thank you for saying that. He's there to kill fan, Pax, Pax, fan. It's a senator. <laughs> it's a senator or something. Reef Pax. Reef Pax, yeah. <laughs> um, he's there to kill a senator that's uh, for the rebellion. Uh, he's been look- Sidious has been looking for this guy. He's been causing trouble. So he's yeah. like, Vader, just go take care of him. And actually, he told Vader to capture him so he c- so Sidious could use him later. The Jedi that Vader's hunting down, yes, team up with this guy, get him out of there. They get on. There's like a whole uh, parade going on, and it's causing all sorts of trouble. And and Vader can't really like focus because there's so much chaos going on. The refugee Jedi team up with the senator that Vader's hunting, jump into this, like, transport, and they're flying away to get off world. And Vader, like, somehow turns around, and they pass him. And Vader, it's from the point of of view of the Jedi, and he looks down, and he sees Vader throw his lightsaber. And he's like, ha-ha, he just threw his lightsaber, he gave up. And then he looks down, and the lightsaber starts swinging towards him. He's like, dude, this dude is Still trying to kill us, even though he lost. Yeah. And he, being a Jedi Master, he reaches out with the Force to stop the lightsaber. He's like, impossible. He said, I can't budget. There's no way. He said either there's a a lack of the Force because of all these Jedi have died, or maybe he's just negating everything around. He's just sucking the Force for his will and just doing it. And it ends up, they're like a fucking mile away, and he kills the dude with his lightsaber throw. 
So he just, he just like throws it from miles. He just throws it straight. And then like the mid flight, like, it just starts it. spinning yeah. and it goes towards the transport that they're on. And it goes like inside the opening and cuts this dude in half and, and slices uh, another guy. And then he calls it back. There's a Jedi master standing there saying, that's my lightsaber's mine. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, he's dead. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> you can't stop. You can't stop the. That was weird. So, yeah, that's why do you think I like that that book so much? Because I get to see so uh, much fucking rage. All right. I want to talk about one more thing with Vader. All right. Not necessarily one more thing. We're probably going to talk about 18 things after this. Um, Rebel Scum in the chat room. We were talking about the lightsaber crystals earlier, how the red crystals, they pretty much have to steal and kind of bend it to their will. That's why mm-hmm. it turns red. So Rebel Scum in the chat room said, so Anakin's would have turned red wait graph flex i don't even know what the fuck he said i got the gist of it but the way he said it was confusing um after mustafar he would have been forced to use a crystal that he didn't find himself in his red saber because when he gets his limbs cut off and drops his blue one obi-wan picks it up so what i'm wondering and this would be ripe for like a little comic book storyline once he gets his suit on how does he get his next lightsaber he built it he builds it the same way, but now with this new little canon thing about the crystal, how does he find a crystal? I'm sure Sidious has plenty of crystals. Well, that's a little too easy, though. I'm, what I'm thinking is it would be cool to have a story of Sidious puts him through a trial. Now that you have your suit on, you need a lightsaber. I'm not going to give you one. You need to go out and fucking find one. So he has to go out and, without using a lightsaber at all, kill a Jedi and take his or something like that. He just he picked one. He picked a, a thousand lightsabers up from the Jedi Temple when he walked in, and he was crying like a baby back Jedi. He didn't take any of them. I mm. know uh, he didn't take any of them. Yeah, you have your lightsaber. That's like your thing. You know, you build it. It's Not the for weapon. Is your life? Not for a Sith. Clearly, but he wasn't a Sith then. But I'm saying he doesn't have mm. one. I think that would be a badass like little comic book series or web series. Yeah. Or something. Baseball's the lightsaber. <laughs> and then he just purchases one off from yogurt. But no, like Sidious is like, I have a couple lightsabers. You can't have them. Go kill a Jedi. Make sure you're still worthy to me. I'm not wasting my time. And then you can have their lightsaber. And then yeah. it will gradually turn red under your control. Under your hatred. Yeah. Vader. Poor Vader. Vader. He's such a complex character. And he's, the in the one, movies, he's the one, He's the one. He's still amazing in the movies, and they don't show shit. That's why it's, it's, it's one of my difficult. biggest grievances. Oh, yeah. That's why it's like I get to see or at least read Bane and Revan and see how they do stuff and get inside their head. Like there is no version of them not doing what they're supposed to do. You know right. what I mean? Like Revan's always – his story is always there. Vader's is – we see an old dude in a suit in the original trilogy, and then we get the backstory that he's the strongest thing that's ever lived. Yeah. You know what I mean? Such a big disconnect there, which is really frustrating. That's why it's cool to see him in Rebels. I mean... And talk Vader He shit really to should just put his hand out and everyone should die. But I'd rather see him in a show than not see him in a show. I'll say that. I just hope he doesn't bitch out in Rebels. Or in, uh, in Rogue One, excuse me. Well, 
I mean, there's still talks that we're supposed to be him, see him in all of his uh, violence and glory. So, bring it on. I'm ready. They can't show too much. It's not rated R. It is PG-13, though. And so is Force Awakens. So ever since episode three came out, all the new Star Wars movies have been PG-13. They should make rated R ones. Just saying. They really should. There's, I mean, we talked about that uh, petition to make a Knights of the Old Republic, or not Knights of the Old Republic, the Old Republic uh, series on Netflix. There's actually a whole Facebook page and like a whole movement. They've been making trailers and shit. Um, I'm on board with that. And that's the exact scenario where they can make it dark, brutal, actually rated R, or it's Netflix, so rated whatever, whatever. the fuck they want. Rated Netflix. That'd be awesome. So, side note, if... It'd be so awesome. If you're listening and you don't play or know anything about uh, Star Wars The Old Republic? Yes. SWOTOR? Old? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Regardless if you play it or don't know anything about it or have never heard of it, go online and look up the trailers. Every fucking trailer is a mini movie and they're just fucking amazing. They do it so well. Everything's so brutal. It's a full story. The most recent one was like a mini movie. It was, it was a little short. You get to see stuff that Jedi have never done. Like that the mother who fights fist like just fist to fist. She's fighting Sith or evil guys they all have lightsabers she's going fist at them and then when she needs it she ignites her lightsaber kills a dude and then pulls it back in and she starts flipping around again you're just like what the fuck is going on so epic but it's cool because we've never seen that before please just do something (laughs) first of all just go on uh, YouTube and look up SWOTOR yeah there have been many over the past since the um, game's been out five six years whatever it is why is it called Star Wars the Old Republic. The Old Republic, but it's S-W-T-O-R. Yeah, I mean, we just... Star Wars, The Old Republic. To say the acronym, we Swotor. just add that. Swotor. Yeah. yeah, Swotor. Yeah, definitely go online, YouTube, search that stuff up. Um, yeah. Vader Squad Pod. It's been a... Uh, dude, I... I'm excited to way, keep reading those comics, man. There is... Um, spoiler. There's uh, audiobooks on YouTube. Uh, they are sped up a little bit for copyright reasons, but they, it helps you get through the book quicker as long yeah. as you can just pay attention. Yeah. That's how I, I, it was five hours for that book. Just powered through it real quick. It was so good. But the part that I wanted to hear, which maybe it wasn't a different book, was when he chokes Tarkin from across the galaxy. Maybe it was a different book because I paid a lot of attention to it, but who knows? It's exciting. Um, last thing we talked a little bit about. Uh, Last episode where I was bored of Dark Disciple. We got the Force Awakens novel instead. Um, I've been reading through that. Here it is on Twitch. You guys, it's the fucking movie cover. You know what it looks like. It's really well written. And being a big fan of episode seven, it's cool to see more in depth of the characters, what they're thinking when these scenes are happening. I mean, as we're reading through, I'm picturing what's going on on the screen. So it's cool to get kind of get inside the head. Um, I'm a hundred pages in and what happened was they Finn and Ray just got off of Jack who in the Falcon. Okay. So that's, that's pretty much where I am. There's a little bit of romantic thoughts going on with Finn 
when he sees Ray, like after they go through all that and they finally escape and they're in the clear and he like stands up and they're chatting inside the Falcon, mm -hmm. like it's from his perspective and he has a little bit of, you know, like attraction to Ray, which I never really like thought. But yeah, obviously. <sighs> kind of. boyfriend, if you cool boyfriend. Is well, he says that at first, like the very first time that he like, I don't know. I never thought that uh, he didn't seem, it didn't seem like Han and Leia do an episode. How five. they fight and punch each other in the head? <laughs> I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, I guess I didn't get that 100% in the movie, but I do in the book. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's flipping awesome. Everyone is terrified of Kylo Ren. Every single one in the First Order is terrified of Kylo Ren. I mean, he's like the strongest dude that's running around killing people. And it's the first... Well, he's not, the leader of the First Order, like, from he's what not you a can leader, see. Though. I know. The, the prop, and the, that's why people are scared of him, because he's unstable. Like, Hux is the leader. Well, besides Snoke. But Hux is the leader, but Snoke put this guy in there with him. And because he's a Force user, and they don't even really know the Force, so that's he's just saying. like, he's this unstable beast. And he's just running around and like getting involved in all of their like goings on, and everyone's like, "This guy's kind of fucking up our plans." But he has a mask on. Like they're all scared of the mask. They're terrified because they have no idea what he's thinking or like feeling about anything. It's incredible, man. Side note: He's he's. Uh, Let's get back to Vader standing there on Kashyyyk, stabbing the shit out of it with his mind. Out and, of Kashyyyk. Uh, yeah, and the the Jedi Masters looks up. And looks at him as he's getting pelted, and he sees him with his arms crossed, and he just looks into those eyes. But he's just like, dude, it's a faceless face. You can't feel like him, like feeding off the anger. Yeah. You can't see him mad. He's yeah. just melancholy, just probably gonna die. Like, is he, <laughs> he is he even looking at him? He's probably just like, man, I could really go for a burger, but I can't <laughs> feel my lips because they burned off. So. <laughs> Kind of taste bud. But that's, yeah, it's kind of just that. And you know how, if you just actually look at Vader's mask, it's dead, emotionless. Right. It's like a skull. You're looking into nothing. And a lot of people look, like, you look at Kylo and everyone thinks fear. And while Vader has, like, the mad eyebrow thing going on on his mask, it's just faceless. It's just, you're, you're dead. And the mistake that I did at, I the, at the beginning of the book when people find out that Vader is a thing, from the Jedi point of view, they're like, is that like a new... Stormtrooper? Stormtrooper. They ask, is that a new clone trooper? Yeah. They thought it was like a special shock trooper or something. With a cape? Yeah, and then, they wh then he whips out a lightsaber and kills the master. <laughs> nope, never mind. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they even think they said, oh... You're the one that talked Palpatine in going to evil. You're the Sith Lord controlling everything. So they even get that shit wrong. Because people don't know Sidious is... They're just... He's a chancellor. Yeah, but He's they, to do they right. think the Sith Lord Vader, once they figure it right, out, yeah, they is controlling think... Sidious. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, you have no idea. Stop. Dead. And every... And, uh, the Padawan, when Damn. he's looking down, like defending and she gets mad... She said something about, um, like, recently we saw you at the Jedi Archives. How could you defile the Jedi Temple like that? And he looks down and he's like, you have no idea what I've, like, done to the Defiled. Jedi Temple. Don't fucking talk. 
And it's like from your from his point of view is so true. Pissed. I murdered people younger than you in there. Anakin's, Don't talk about defiling now. Anakin's pissed. Dude, it's just rage. I love it. Thank you guys for tuning Thanks, in. Thanks, everybody. Please go on to uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of it, Twitter as well, at Rogue Squad Pod. Indeed. Um, we are a part. We are part of the Star Wars Commonwealth, along with Talking Star Wars, Generation X-Wing, and the Tumbling Sabers podcast. Bunch of Star Wars uh, podcasters banding together. Star Wars common, uh, excuse me, hashtag SW Commonwealth and hashtag SWC pod on Twitter. And you can find all of our shows and anything that we're getting involved in. Also, the artist features that we've been doing last week was Venomous. Off to a great start. All of his work is incredible. I hope you guys saw it and enjoyed it on our social media. Even and if you don't catch it this while you're listening, yeah, I mean, just it's go up back. There, It'll so. still be up there. Yeah, yeah just Venomous through. is an amazing artist. So, And for all of the features that we're going to be doing, if you're listening to this way after the fact, just hashtag Art Squad Pod. Our inside joke. Everything is just Vader Squad Pod, Beer Squad Pod. Uh, so just search that up and you'll see all the features. This week is Chris Sparks, who we had on episode 78, Sparks Electric Tattooing. Tattooing. So we'll be showing a bunch of his tattoo work, which is mostly Star Wars related and is absolutely brilliant. And he'll be uh, tattooing at Celebration Orlando, he'll which is in April. Here so. And not after too long. And he'll be back on the show. We've got yeah. quite a few guests lined up, so Indeed. stay tuned. If you want to know who those guests are, just follow us on Facebook and all that shit, and we're going to be letting you guys know when Indeed. to listen. Indeed. So until next time. Hashtag Vader is a boss. <laughs> Don't piss him off. Two by four to the face. <laughs>